0: Hello from the members of First United Methodist Church in Royce City. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We hope you find it meaningful and relevant. You're invited to join us for worship anytime. And you can learn more about our worship options, location, and small group opportunities by visiting our website, fumcroycecity.org. May God bless you as you
1: listen to His Word proclaimed. I'm going to invite Pastor James up here as he comes up uh, just uh, say some words about this great brother of mine. Uh, We have been in partnership in the gospel for for quite some time. This is the third time that we've had him come and worship and lead us with a message. And every single time I know he blesses me, and I hope that he uh, blesses you as well. Uh, He uh, serves uh, a two-point charge uh, in the area. He has uh, FAME, uh, FATE uh, AME Church, uh, which is in FATE, and also Meeks Chapel. I know we have several Meeks people here uh, today, and we are just so glad to have you here worshiping with us this morning. So I'm going to invite uh, Pastor James to stand on up here. I'm going to say a quick word of prayer over him, and then I'm going to let him turn it loose. All right, so let's pray. Dear God, we thank you for my brother uh, James here. And I thank you for his ministry and his love of you and his love of people. And we pray that as he brings your word today, that you just fill him with your spirit so that we may hear you through him. And we pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. Would you please welcome Reverend James Gilbert.
0: Well, praise the Lord, saints. Okay, I'm going to try again. Well, praise the Lord, saints. Amen. Amen. Let's give God some praise in the house. I heard you, Mayor Melody. That was good. I appreciate that, giving that little home feel there. Amen. I thank God for First United Methodist here, or eventually it's going to be Royce City Methodist. Um, uh, How much work, uh, I've never seen a mayor do so much hard work in my life. I oh, know he's not mayor now, but when he was uh, at our church laying down the, the uh, flooring and cutting all the stuff in the in the back room, I said, man, you know how to do some good stuff. I, I don't even know how to think about doing that kind of thing. So I thank God for uh, Pastor Chris kind of pushed me on to him and others that have come over and helped our church. And uh, that's what the community of faith is supposed to be all about. I want to Uh, especially thank Sister Wanda Pyle, everybody. She and Pastor Chris, of course, along with um, Aaron and Lindsey and others, uh, have allowed us to integrate with this church for the jam projects every other Wednesday. We thank God for that opportunity, and we've definitely created some lasting relationships, and um, I want to quickly thank uh, one of my right-hand man men his son was the one up here answering all the questions um, and he comes to jam and he lives oh my goodness they they live quite a ways away now um, uh, originally from the Greenville area actually originally from California Now Greenville was where he was for a while and his father of course still works with our ministry so brother Dominic and sister Megan would you all stand I just want to thank God for them and how much work they've done Praise the Lord. And of course, I I am very grateful for Judge Russo, uh, Mark Russo, the Justice of the Peace in Rockwell County. Amen. And um, would you stand, Judge? Amen. Give him some love. Amen. He will be sharing at the Black History Month program at New Hope Baptist Church on February the 26th at 6 p.m. And um, I'm very grateful for Aaron and, and uh, Chris because of the nonprofit that we're working through, the Community Solutions Network, which originally was Community uh, uh, Solutions Cooperative. Um, Where's Sister Aaron? I was here. But anyway, uh, we're grateful for that, and that has allowed us to do a lot of these networking things, and the uh, Faith Leaders for Racial Justice, along with us, and the multiple churches in the area and the county will be, Uh, doing that and Pastor um, Shannon Thomas from Friendship Baptist Church in Rockwall off at 276 will be bringing the message and uh, we're hopeful that y'all will be able to come and share with us on the 26th at 6 p.m. it'll be a wonderful time of fellowship and there she is and uh, excitement and the music will be a little different than we've heard today just a little bit and along those same lines of music I'm going to ask if my my daughter would come up and uh, brother, um, would you allow her to get on the keys? The keyboard's on; it's already on. Sister Jada, would you come on up? And um, we're going to bring a, a, a little song. Um, this is uh, affectionately called Black History Month. they kind of re- we termed it to African American History Month, Descendants of Slaves History Month. A lot of people have called it different things. And the main reason is because we need to try to remember what God has done and brought us through and what he has cleared us of and helped us to achieve. And one of the things that has allowed us to come together is the music, amen? Um, There would be no Elvis without Negro spirituals. I'm just saying. Matter of fact, Paul McCartney said there'd be no Beatles without Negro spirituals. Yeah okay, well, that's fine. That's fine. And I believe, how many of y'all heard of Charlie Pride, y'all? Know look, look at that, Look at that. So uh, if I said that in my church, they wouldn't know. <laughs> y'all got the joke. Um, but uh, music brings us together, and we're so grateful. and Sister Jada, if you would go ahead and start playing um, every time I feel the spirit, oh, you don't have that, OK, uh, keep my lamps trimming burning is a negro spiritual um, that the Royce City High School performed um, last year and um, Mr. White and uh, Ms. Hall, Mrs. Hall um, helped to orchestrate that. She played the piano and if you all had got the chance to go to the Royce City High School and hear the high school choir perform, it was beautiful and it, it really was and um, I was grateful to Royce City High School, I spoke to Mr. Worthy about this, that they are still keeping uh, music that is spiritual or of a Christian nature in the school, and amen. (laughs) Now, what y'all don't know is you have to blame us for that. Now, let me explain what I mean by that. Because Negro spirituals are considered a uniquely American genre, it's also allowed in any public forum. So you see how God did that? Yeah, yeah. There was a reason for slavery. It's the only way we keep doing this. I'm not going to go into that too deep. But uh, <laughs> but uh, I want to I want to recognize that this this is a song. Um, And one of the ladies from the Presbyterian church said, well, when you do this, explain what the song means. The song is called Keep Your Lamps Trimmed and Burning. And it was a song that was sung uh, by slaves um, at a time when they were ready to meet Harriet Tubman. Amen. And so there were a number of songs like that. Wade in the Water was one because that was a symbol that they were going to be able to go through the water so that the dogs could not get their scent. Amen. And that night they were going to wade in the water. They were singing about Israel, but you follow the, the idea. And this is a song about the coming of Jesus Christ in the book of Revelation. Amen. But it's also about, let's go. Let's get ready to go. Keep your lamps trimmed and burning. Keep your lamps trimmed and burning. The world is almost done Keep your lamps trimmed and burning Keep your lamps trimmed and burning Keep your lamps trimmed and burning Your time is running short Well, Mother, don't stop praying Father, keep right on praying you stop praying for this whole world is almost done help me my daughter who, this is a a really, is Mr. Summers in the house right now? Ah, I'm sorry Mr. Summers, I didn't see you. You're so tall, I didn't (laughs) I miss you. No. Um, He presented the Daughters of the Revolution Award, I believe last year to my daughter. Amen. Now I'm not doing that to brag, I'm doing that to say that wouldn't have happened 30 years ago. Y'all get what I'm saying? May not have happened 20 years ago. Hello, somebody. Royce City's getting progressive. Amen? Amen. Amen. Yes. It's good to be in the house of the Lord one more time. And I'm proud of my daughter. She's in the choir also at Royce City High School. And um, you may take your seat. Amen. And my wonderful wife that keeps the glue on, Sister Monea Gilbert, give her some love. Amen. <laughs> well, is there a word from the Lord? Amen? Do we have the slides? Up? All right. Praise the Lord. Well let's go ahead and get into the word. Now I was given a subject. <laughs> I love Pastor Chris. And uh, I said, well, now let me see, I can work with this, amen. And I think I scared him a little bit, but uh, <laughs> we'll see how it works out, amen. And uh, we're, we're so grateful that we do have an opportunity to have peace in Royce City. Ukraine does not, amen. Nigeria does not. Kenya does not. Djibouti does not. There's a lot of areas in this world that do not have peace, And there's a lot of conflict. But in the midst of trial and tribulation, there is still the ability to have peace. So let us turn to John chapter 16, if you have your Bibles, or she will put up a summary of that. Um, You can go to the next slide. And this is the the series you all are on, is the the mind of Christ. And um, this week is the peace of Christ. So let us bow. Father, we thank you, we bless you, we praise you. ask that you bless the word in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. Amen. John chapter 16 and verse 33. It reads this way, and I will be reading from the King James, sorry. These things I've spoken unto you that in me, somebody say in me, you might have peace. Say peace. In the world, somebody say the world, you shall have tribulation. There you go. But be of good courage, somebody say courage or good cheer. A cheer and courage in the Greek, that's the Greek word means courage, just letting you know. I have overcome the world. Everybody say the world. For a moment I want to speak to you about two types of peace. Part one is at 8.30 and part two is at 11. There's inner peace and there's earthly peace. Amen? And for um, a subtopic, the Lord gave me the laws of theodynamics. And for part one, the conservation of eternity or the conservation of Elohim. It's very interesting, in this portion of Scripture, as we look at the slide up there, you can see where I've highlighted or underlined the word peace, the word world, the word tribulation. Good cheer is the Greek. Again, the Greek word means courage and, uh, and then overcoming the world. When we think of peace, a lot of people might think of multiple different things. Peace is the joining together. Is literally what the Hebrew means. And in the Greek, it's a little different, but it's basically the same thing as the coming together. Shalom, of course, is in the Hebrew. But when we talk about peace, we talk about the absence of disorder. Amen? The absence of conflict. And in the laws of theodynamics, which means God's dynamics, there's going to be conflict even when you have peace. Could you agree? The Prince of Peace hung up on a tree. That was conflict. The Prince of Peace was tried to be thrown off the edge of the cliff. That was conflict. The Prince of Peace was tried to be stoned to death for trying to help heal people on the Sabbath. That's conflict. When we try to do the right thing, we're going to have conflict as we go through peace. Next slide. We need to recognize that there's some interesting things with relationship to peace. Inner peace affects earthly peace. Amen? Your inner peace affects how you interact with your wife, with your husband, with your peers, with your constituents, with people at work. Your inner peace affects how you interact with the school system. I'm so grateful to Mr. Summers and Mr. Summers and uh, Miss Ruth Cherry being here. I was clapping actually for Miss Ruth when we talked about Ben's um, uh, birthday because she really deserves a good award for all these years. I'm just kidding, Ben. I'm just, <laughs> I'm kidding. But it's so grateful to have both Mr. Summers and Miss Ruth here with us. Um, when we interact with the school system with inner peace, we have earthly peace with the school systems. amen? I'm grateful that Mr. Worthy has inner peace. I've talked to him. I'm grateful for Sister Taryn Dismuke has inner peace. I've talked with her. I'm grateful for one of my members, Mr. Eric Fort, who's on the board, has inner peace. I'm grateful for a number of people who are in the school system that have inner peace, amen? I'm grateful for my police officer friend who has inner peace, amen? We run across each other all the time, it seems. And I'm grateful that he has inner peace because I'm still not in jail or anything. Amen. (laughs) Praise the Lord. When you have inner peace, you can have earthly peace. Next slide. One of the things that we've got to realize is that, uh, you skipped one, is that earthly peace from inner peace still requires work. It requires energy. It requires activity. It requires doing something. I can remember uh, when I was in high school in Plainfield, one of my professors um, looked at me and saw how crazy I was and how much I got in trouble in school. Uh, I played football and basketball, so, you know, I just thought I was all that, right? You know, and uh, uh, I was one of the few African-Americans in the whole school. There was only two African-American boys in my class. So it was a difficult time to fit in and to figure out who we are, and so I acted out, and Silly and crazy. And my physics professor, my physics teacher in high school, he said, Why are you in here? I "I don't know. I was told to take a science class. Well, he took me and he actually acted on something that he saw. He saw someone that had a big mouth. He saw someone that liked to be active. He saw someone that liked to somehow get the center of attention once in a while. And he said, You know, in physics, there is audio, there is waves that are put out when you make noise. And he, I, I, he said, can you see him? I said, no, what are you talking about? I had no idea what he was talking about. But he intrigued me because now he's given me an understanding that my noise is creating something that God can see that may be looking wild and wacky. So I had to work and think about that. And he pulled me into under his wings, so to speak, and he taught me about how the things I was doing affected my surroundings it affected the world and so I went on to become the only black physics student he had in his 48 year career and he told me that he was grateful that I went on to get a physics degree in college because he never thought I would do it <laughs> but and, and I barely did it I played football so you know I got a lot of help but the, the idea is that he acted on something. He saw, a lot of people would just say, yeah, that's just an old black kid acting like a fool, you know, put him on the side, put him on the, out there. Let, you know, we're tired of him being around here. But he saw something. But he did something different that none of my other teachers did. He took the time to explain what this world is about and what science does with the world. Next slide. And when we look at thermodynamics, the first law of thermodynamics is the conservation of energy. And that means that you cannot create energy and you cannot subtract energy out of the universe. It's just there. You cannot create energy or subtract energy out of the universe. It's just there. Sounds like God. You cannot create God. You can't subtract God. He's just there. He's called omnipotent. That means he's all energy. He's all-powerful, and the conservation of eternity, the conservation of who he is, is similar to the first law of thermodynamics, which also goes into internal equilibrium or peace. Internal equilibrium in a system can only be achieved when the components of that system stop sharing, stop transferring. That's when you have equilibrium. That's when you have internal peace. And when you're one with God, somebody get it? When you're one with God, somebody get it? When you're one with God and you stop having to transfer, are you getting what I'm saying? When God has to stop telling you that's wrong, when God has to stop yelling at you, when God has to stop causing things in your life to get you left, to get you right, when God has to stop doing that, you get peace. Did y'all get that? I know this is a science lesson. I'm trying to hurry. I know you got to do communion. Are we out usually in an hour? Okay, I better hurry up. Amen. Praise the, Praise the Lord. Thermodynamics. Thermodynamics is a scientific phenomenon that exists in everything we do. You drove to work because of our understanding of thermodynamics. You drove to this church because of an understanding of thermodynamics. You have a microwave and a refrigerator because of our understanding of thermodynamics. The conservation of energy rules the scientific world next slide in the conservation of eternity the first law of that field dynamics is hero israel the lord thy god is one and thou shalt love the lord thy god with all your heart with all your soul with all your mind and with all your strength and there's no way you can get out of all did y'all get that there's no way you can get out of all the conservation of eternity is there you can't get out of it it's all and when we get that when we understand that we have to act when we see something out of equilibrium, when we see somebody that's being oppressed, when we see something that's not quite right, when we understand that God is in everything and everything is there because of God, we have to act next slide. We have to move. And when we look at John 17, pastor gave me John 16:33, and Jesus is talking right before he goes to the cross, and he continues to go on, and he says these words, if we look at those icons. He talks about earthly peace, which is the peace symbol. He says, that they may be one, earthly peace. And then he says, just as we are one, eternal peace. He says, and I and them, and that's the eternal meeting with the finite, with us. And you and me, he's speaking to God, eternal again. And then he goes on to say, that they may be made perfect in one. Here we go again, earthly peace. And then he says, and that the world may know that you have sent me, speaking to the Father, and have loved them as you have loved me. World peace. But you notice that world peace is chaotic. It's up, it's down. It's in, it's out. How can you find it next? How can you get to that point? Next slide. In the book of Ruth, we see an example of what we're to do. In Ruth, we have a woman who was born of fornication. She's born from her own father having children with her grandfather, having children with her father, so to speak. Lot got drunk by his daughters, and then they had children. This is rated B for Bible. I'll be careful. Ruth comes from a place where Israel didn't want anything to do with. Ruth is from that other group that do things we don't do. Ruth is from a place that's nasty. Who ever heard of such a thing? But guess what? The Bible says that God caused a famine to hit Israel. And the people of Israel named Melian and Talion and Naomi went over to Moab, where Ruth was, married Ruth. Got the Jordan flag up there or the Palestinian flag up there. And the Lord granted that Ruth would find peace. And when Naomi said this to Ruth and to Orpah, her sister, and Naomi was trying to get her to go back, but she used the Lord's name. The Lord grants you peace with your husband in Moab, in that nasty place. Just go on back to where you were. Just make sure you go back there. You'll be okay. And when my great-great-great-grandmother was raped by two fellas who were of the other culture, and she got pregnant, the woman that was the mother of the boys felt so bad, she let her come to the back door at night, around midnight, to get food for the baby because it was her grandbaby. But she always told my great-great-great-grandmother, go on back, though. Go on back, and then you can come back tomorrow if you need some more food. But Ruth said, no, your people should be my people, and your God shall be my God. And now God has conserved eternity, even in Moab. Next slide. In the book of Acts, we have another very familiar story with the Ethiopian unit. The angel of the Lord tells an Israeli, Philip, to go To a place. Doesn't tell him why. Doesn't tell him what's going to happen. He just says go. And then the spirit of the Lord tells him. To go to the chariot in the place. Next slide. And so now Philip has the spirit of the Lord. He's Israeli. And he goes. And he says to the person in the chariot. In the place where they normally don't go. To a black man that's from Ethiopia. He says do you know what you're doing? Do you understand? And the Ethiopian with the Ethiopian flag there says. Huh. I don't understand. Come on up and show me. Then the Israeli takes his mouth, opens his mouth, and preaches Jesus to the Ethiopian. And then the Ethiopian says, hey, there's water here in a desert. Where do you get water in the desert? From God. And he says, what hinders me from being baptized? Philip baptizes him. And you know the story. The Bible says the Spirit of the Lord caught him away. Next slide. And took him to another place. In order for peace, inner peace, you have to understand that you have to act. If you want earthly peace, you gotta have inner peace. And inner peace comes from the Lord coming through to you and giving you the ability to work. The picture, and as I close, the picture on the bottom right. Is that the Quakers helping um, Harriet Tubman and some other kids. When we look at the Quakers, where I'm from, Plainfield, Indiana, the actual mascot is the fighting Quakers. Can you believe that? That was my school. My family was the first family of Swarns and the, Gilbert, the Davis family, a black family to own property in Hendricks County. Matter of fact, of all the places in Hendricks County, it was not allowed to build a church for African American people and so we went to different places my dad tells us you couldn't go here you couldn't go there you couldn't go there but Plainfield where there was a Quaker settlement said come here and build a church not far from there the KKK burned down the Quaker church y'all hear what I'm saying you can google it and when the KKK burned down the Quaker church guess what the African American people did They rebuild it. They help the Quakers rebuild the church. Now, Quakers are good anyway, but after that, the sheriff told the KKK, just leave it alone. How do we create peace? You know why we don't go help people rebuild things? We don't have inner peace. We don't want to push that block up the hill there and create work inside the system. Or God can't be removed or even put in because he's there. He's always there because we are still fighting with him. There's something in us that doesn't want that. And as we take communion, you're supposed to be joining with God. This is my body. You're taking it in. This is my blood. You're taking it in. You are creating a peaceful equilibrium in symbol. Don't go home or go out in the street and act like you didn't take communion. Let's push the block up. And let's remember Jesus Christ, the Prince of Peace, perfect inner peace, never had earthly peace. There's a way to get it, but it has to be from doing the work and understanding the first law of theodynamics. Here, Royce City Methodist God is one you shall love him with all your heart with all your soul with all your mind and with all your strength in Black History Month we need to still remember somebody acted so I could get a physics degree Nobody would have predicted that. Somebody acted so that I could go on to become a physicist in college. Nobody would have predicted that. Somebody acted so that I could stand in a pulpit in Texas where I go too long, but I could proclaim the gospel, which includes black siblings, white siblings, red siblings, yellow siblings. We're all siblings together. Because somebody acted. God bless you. God keep you. Father God, we thank you and bless you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen.